What's happening, Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com. Coming at you today, talking about how to understand yourself, part one, your emotions. The old wisdom goes, know thyself. And I can't think of a better approach to living the kind of life that you want to live. It has to start with knowing and understanding yourself. It's massive. If you don't, you are going to be struggling and striving and grasping in vain and constantly watching the things that you want be out of reach or slip out of reach because you are not self-aware and you're not understanding the processes that you're running on. And you can see this happen all the time, even when people are successful. Um, you know, they can become a pro football player and lose all their money two years later because they aren't understanding the processes that are guiding their behavior and are not correcting the negative behaviors um, to make sure that they're living an optimized life. So without further ado, um, this is going to be really a deep dive into your emotions. And a couple of these things I've covered before, but I wanted to expand on it and I wanted to make it very clear because uh, this stuff is completely um, revelationary if you understand it. And in the past, when I've talked about it, I haven't seen a ton of stuff in the comments. And what I want to see is, wow, this completely changed my perspective. Because when I understood this stuff, it changed my perspective, perhaps more than almost anything that I've ever understood in my life. So here's how it works. You are a human animal, flesh and blood, wearing cloth, just like the other animals. Um, you are built for survival and replication. Okay, those are your primary processes in the world. And the way that you are designed and programmed to move towards um, things that help you survive and replicate are your emotions, okay? You run on emotional programs. You are running on emotional operating system, uh, a feeling-based operating system. And these instincts are billions of years old. Uh, you have stuff like fear and anger um, to help you survive. And then you have stuff like uh, lust for replication, the constant gnawing sexual drive that all of you guys have every single day if you're being honest with yourself. And you also have, um, you know, emotions in terms of getting status, uh, which will help you further uh be able to replicate yourself and getting resources, which will help with your um, ability to survive and your ability to replicate because the human female wants, um, you know, is attracted to a man with high status and high provider potential because he can provide for her children. Now, of course, that's not all they're attracted to, the genetics and all that stuff. And I talk about all that. If you want a detailed breakdown, check out my video and article on um, definitive guide to sexual marketplace and how to calculate your value. But the point is emotional um, programs, feelings are billions of years old. Billions, okay? Reason and logic is very new. This is a very new adaptation of the human brain and it is new and completely unique to humans, okay? Now you can say that, you know, chimpanzees can use tools and can you know, occasionally build tools, but for the very most part, the reason and logic is solely human, unique to humans, and is a very new part of the evolutionary process, and is by far not your primary operating system. So the way that I look at it is, 
reason and logic is like the flashy new Windows 10, the flashy new graphical interface that looks really pretty. But the actual operating system is shitty old MS-DOS, you know, if you remember way back in the day, you're my age, you know, 20 years ago and you boot up the computer and you have to type in actual words to DOS and then DOS runs these, um, you know, green words all the way down the shitty little black screen. That is what the you're actually operating on, okay? That, that ancient software. But then there's the reason that's come up on top of it, okay? But that ancient operating software is still guiding all your behaviors. Um, it's very important to understand that you are not rational, you are not reasonable, you are not logical, okay? Despite so many guys talking about and writing about that they are logical and pretending to be logical, you are not. Even if you are um, much more logical than the average guy, you are still not logical at all and you are fooling yourself. I know because I used to be one. I used to say, "Well, I'm 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 a logical guy. I'm I'm rational and and I'm smart and and this is who I am." And it was complete bullshit. I'm actually extremely emotional. And once I started to become self-aware and do mindfulness training, I realized I'm constantly going from one emotion to the other, constantly, extremely emotional just like every other human being, because emotions are our operating system. This is what we live on, okay? Um, every decision you make is filtered through your emotions. There is never, you're never in a neutral emotion, okay? You are never, there's never a blank slate where you're making a decision from. You're always in one type of emotion or the other, okay? It can feel neutral, but what it really is is just, you know, mildly uh, pleasurable or... Um, you know, not too painful, right? Like your back's hurting a little bit and that's annoying you, but it's not a big deal. And you're able to function to make decisions. But to give you a more drastic uh, example, like you make completely different decisions when you're drunk versus when you're sober. Um, I can think of a couple last night that, that I made that were fucking insane. I'm not going to get into that, not at least right now, but you know, like... The the way you feel completely, completely dictates um, what your decision is going to make, okay? For example, a guy who gets really heated up at a bar, knocks, you know, can someone talk to his girlfriend, knocks a guy out, kills him, goes to jail for the rest of his life because he could have been a super uh, intelligent guy with a lot of things going on, but in that one second, his his emotions change drastically and they caused him to make a decision that he would never make in a different emotional state, okay? But there is no neutral blank state you. You are always making a decision from an emotional standpoint, okay? You are always in an emotional standpoint when you're making a decision and it always influences what decisions you're making. So every decision you make is filtered through your emotions and emotions are what we live for. Okay, this is what we, we live to serve our emotions, not our logic. No, everyone has it backwards. We live in service of our emotions and how we feel in our physical body, not logic. Okay, we live for emotions. This is the key to this entire video. And 
you have to understand it and you have to like really think about it. Like everything you do is to feel good. Okay. Everything, every single fucking thing you do is to feel good. Everything you do is to feel good. Every single thing. There is not one exception. Now it might not be to feel ecstatic, but it's to, it's to lessen the current pain that you're in to move from painful to less painful and then less painful to perhaps more neutral and then slightly pleasurable. And then, you know, up from there, but everything you're doing, you know, from sleep to eating to, um, having sex, the whole thing, it's all to feel good. All right. The, we live to serve our emotions, not our logic. Logic doesn't even stand up to its own principles. Okay. So let's take logic to its fullest extent. What is logical about existing? Why do I exist? Why is that? It's not logical. Why? I, I don't have any good answer for that. Why? Um, why do we live to survive and replicate? Why do we move towards pleasure and away from pain? There is no logical answer to that, right? All our logic is dictated around um, how we can get things for ourselves, which in turn makes us feel good, right? All our logic is dictated in terms of how do I make money so that I can feel good. But at the end of the day, it's always the logic serving the emotion, right? This is, this is how we actually use logic, okay? We don't, logic is not the end game. It's not the end point. It is the thing that gets you from point A, the painful state to point B, the good state. Like, okay, I'm feeling like shit. How do I get out of this state? What do I have to do? Okay, I use the logic. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go exercise. Then I'm going to feel good afterwards, right? So it's very important to understand. And if you haven't understood that before, just like sit and reflect on that because that is a monumental, game-changing, um, completely perspective-changing way to look at life, which almost no one does, okay? So important. Logic does not stand up to its principles, okay? None of it's logical. Existence survival, replication, feeling pleasure. Why? Why do we exist? Why do we survive? Why do we want to replicate um, another organism that will chase pleasure and avoid pain at the end of the day? Why? The, you know, the logic, logic does not extend that far, right? What it really is, is that we live to feel good, okay? Because this is how we are programmed by our creator. We are programmed not because it's logical, but because that was, this is how we evolved and this is how we were, we were programmed. The logic didn't come till after, right? We are programmed to run on emotions, okay? This is what we are designed for. We are designed to do things that make us feel good. We are constantly in search of bliss at all times, okay? We're constantly in search of, um, feeling blissful at all times. Okay. Now this might sound a bit depressing and a bit mechanistic and a bit materialistic and things like that. But, you know, I should tell you that I do believe that there is, you know, that the reason we, um, are moving towards this bliss is because that's our natural state. The Hindus call it Sat Chit Ananda, but we are for now trapped in these bodies and, and, you know, evolving in this, in this world of this matrix. Um, but I, I don't see it as, as that um, perhaps depressing, okay? I, I do see a way out of that, but that's beyond the scope of this particular video. So back to the video, we live to feel good, 
okay? As long as we are um, attached to this body, okay, unless you become a Buddha or, you know, Christ consciousness, we, we think we're this body and therefore we live to feel good, all right? This is all that I talk about. All my strategies are designed to make you feel good, to make you, and to lessen your suffering, right? This is every single strategy I have is to do that one thing. It's just to give you state, just to give you more state, okay? And we live to feel good. We want a steady stream of happy emotions, happy feelings all the time. And the more the better, right? We would take, if there was a pill that made you insanely blissful every day, every single person in the world would take that and we'd have no crime and we'd have absolutely no problems because that's what everyone's fighting for. They're fighting for, oftentimes misguided for um, their survival and replication, which gives them those good emotions. Like, okay, we got all that money in that oil. We're going to be safe. We can breathe. Our people are going to be okay. I'm not going to get uh, a revolution and thrown out and killed. And, and you know, this is, this is the way that people operate, right? It's all for that survival and replication to feel good. And um, the emotions are the guide points for it, okay? So... The mind is the slave to the body. A mind is a slave to the body, all right? Not the other way around. That's how people get addicted to things like nicotine, which is the fucking devil, okay? Nicotine is the worst for me. Um, and it is because it it is not a logical feeling. It is a, it literally, the way that a cigarette or nicotine craving feeling is it mimics hunger. You don't actually feel good when you have a cigarette. I used to smoke and I never felt good when I had a cigarette, but it releases that craving and that craving feels exactly like hunger. It's like you have a hunger for a cigarette and it's within your body, right? If it was just a logical mental thing, everyone would be able to quit, but it's a physical thing in the body and you're a slave to the body. You're a slave to your emotions, okay? The mind is a slave to the body, right? Um, at least that's how it's naturally designed. So... What you have to recognize is that, okay, we live on an emotional operating system, but we're also endowed with logic. So how do I optimize my quality of life? Okay. It is not just giving into every single emotional whim because the body is extremely demanding. My back hurts. I'm cold. I'm tired. I'm hot. This and that. Okay. It is about using our faculty for reason Okay, which is a very important thing that we have and a very important tool to consistently give us the best state available. All right. I call it the pursuit of happiness. But what it really is, is use reason or logic to serve your um, emotions by giving your emotions the best consistent best state available. Okay. And by consistent, I mean something that is going to... Um, Make you happy now, but not kill you in the near future. Like, okay, let's just do heroin for a week and we're going to feel really good. But, you know, it's going to destroy you next week. All right. And I, I mean the best state available in the sense of happiness is not always available. Okay. If your mom just died, you might not, you know, happiness probably is not going to be available. But you can be like, well, I'm not going to let this depress me. All right. I'm going to have a shitty month, but I'm not going to be depressed. I'm just going to be, I'm going to try and get up to neutral every day. And I'm going to try and stay at neutral, just below neutral, 
but I'm not going to be bedridden and depressed, right? So that's going to be the best day available for you. And then over the next year, you'll gradually come back to your normal sense of self, right? So that is the purpose. Okay, that is that is how you should be looking at things. Emotions are what we are living for, but we use reason to consistently give us the best available state. And you do that in two ways. Number one is you manage expectations, manage expectations, right? Just like you would do for your clients in business, you manage expectations for your body. So the body is the feeling center, and it is constantly um, sending you things that it wants, like because it's that's going to feel good. Like my body will say, "You can eat those." three double cheeseburgers. You can eat those right now. I know you can. Eat it. It's going to be so good. And I know those cheeseburgers are going to be delicious, but I know that, you know, 15 minutes later, I'm not going to be able to get up off the couch for the next four hours. Okay. So I use my reason to regulate and manage the expectations and say, look, can't have a cheeseburger tonight. I'm going to have it tomorrow on cheat night. It's going to be great. And I'm going to have one instead of three. <laughs> like, you know, is if the body is this, you know, Freud referred to it, I guess the emotions as the it, it's the grasping, the um, constant, constant gnawing at you for uh, state. And you have to use your reason to manage the expectations for the body and, and tell the body, um, as if the body was a client, what the, what the what the best state available is at this current time you have to say look we can't have three cheeseburgers because we're gonna feel fucking horrible after that we you know you know like we're on a diet right now we can't do it tonight we're gonna do it tomorrow night without the cheeseburger all right and then number two okay number one is managing expectations number two is utilize reason to create the lifestyle and structure that gives you the most consistent states all right and this is what I call lifestyle design. This is revolutionary lifestyle design is designing the optimal lifestyle for you because you'll notice that the vast majority of things that make you upset are consistent recurring problems and patterns, which is why I recommend you guys to sit down and like write down your 10 biggest problems. And they're all, they're all stuff that recurs every day. And they're all things that could be solved. And a lot of it's like lifestyle, right? One example I can give you was Canadian winters, which really killed me. Like, Six months of the year is winter, and the three months from December, January, February were depressing. Everyone everyone had that seasonal effect of disorder because it's just minus 40, and it's Celsius, and it's gray everywhere, and it's it gets dark so early, it's terrible. Like So you um, utilize reason to structure a lifestyle that is going to give you the consistent states right? Like how, what does your ideal day look like? And then how do you use your logic and your reason to live as close to your ideal day um, every single day? All right. So this is very important. So in summary, you are very emotional. I don't care if you're the toughest, manliest man, you're extremely emotional. And emotions are what you live for. In fact, they are your very programming and you are living to feel good at every single point in time. That's what you really want. You're not rational. Your ration, your reason, your logic serves your emotions. So the smart thing to do, the optimal thing to do, the best way to live is to use your reason to and logic to regulate and optimize your emotions for the um, best consistent state at all times. That's, that's how the smart way to live is to live 
to consistently have the best state at all times and to do things and structure a lifestyle around that that allows for you to be consistently happy or as close to consistently happy as possible. So that is part one down. Again, if you have any questions, I mean, some of this can sound complex, but it's actually really simple when you think about it. And it is really important that you understand that. So let me know in the comments if you do have any questions or anything like that. And uh, as always, check me out, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com, on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, all over the place. As always, wish you all the best in your personal development journey and stay tuned for part two.